Hello, everyone, and welcome to Jesus Stories. I'm George Taylor. I'm your storyteller. In our last two episodes, we retold the story of the births of John the Baptist and Jesus. And today we want to talk about those stories in some more depth. Let me start by asking you a question. Have you ever heard or seen a pipe organ? Well, take a listen to what it sounds like. Pipe organs are massive instruments, usually found in churches. Although, here in my community, there are pipe organs in the two municipal auditoriums we have in town. And when you see one of these majestic instruments, you see a group of keyboards, several of them, to play upon. There's even a keyboard at the feet of the organist to play bass notes. Around the keyboards are knobs, known as stops. Each stop gives you a certain sound of a certain timbre. The sound comes out of pipes that are mounted around the auditorium or the sanctuary if it's in a church. The more stops the organist activates or pulls out, the more sound is generated by the instrument. So this leads to a saying, he pulled out all the stops. This refers to someone who is given everything to accomplish a particular task. They've used everything they have to accomplish this particular goal. Well, I want to argue for you today that Jehovah God pulled out all the stops when he brought both John the Baptist and Jesus into the world. Give me just a moment and I'll explain to you. These Jesus stories come your way because you support us both with prayers and with contributions. We appreciate that support. If you'd like to join this effort, I invite you to visit our website, jesusstories.info. Click on the support this podcast tab. That's jesusstories.info. You'll find a way to make a one-time contribution for this effort, or maybe you prefer to make a monthly gift. You can even talk to me if you like, just click on the Talk to Us tab. Tell me the story of Jesus. Write all my heart every word. Tell me the story most precious, sweetest that Now, in the previous two episodes, we've told a very familiar story. The second half of the story is told yearly if you're in a place where Christmas is celebrated. But it's what's behind the story that I want to talk about with you right now. I want you to think about what Jehovah God had to do behind the scenes in order for these events to take place. In other words, how many stops did Jehovah God pull out to affect these events? Now, if you're not familiar with this story, I invite you to go back and listen to the last two episodes of this podcast. In about 40 minutes, you'll know the happenings. Right now, let's go on to behind the scenes. 
We start with the story of John the Baptist, which we talked about in episode 4-01. We have an old man, a priest named Zechariah, and an old woman, his wife, named Elizabeth. They are childless, something that's really a disgrace in this culture. They have prayed for a child, but to no avail. But an angel, a messenger from Jehovah God, comes to Zechariah to announce that they will have a son. And when Zechariah doesn't believe the angel, he is made mute. He is unable to talk. But the event happens. Elizabeth becomes pregnant. John the Baptist is born. And then Jehovah God restores Zechariah's speech after he acknowledges that the baby will be called John. Note what Jehovah God has done here. Did you count the miracles? He pulled out four stops, four supernatural events. First, an angel, a messenger from Jehovah, visits Zechariah. Second, he silences Zechariah when he doesn't believe the message. Third, he ensures that Elizabeth becomes pregnant, even in her old age. She has the baby, and then four, he restores Zechariah's speech. Jehovah God wanted this baby to be born. Some six months later, the angel comes back, visiting a young girl named Mary. The angel tells her that she's going to have a baby, even though she is and will remain a virgin, an unmarried girl, until she is married. The angel, that's stop number five in this story, impregnating a young virgin, that's stop number six. But Jehovah God isn't done. When Mary's fiancé, Joseph, finds out about her pregnancy, he has a vision telling him that this baby is from Jehovah. Go ahead and marry Mary. That's stop number seven. Then there's this remarkable story of the actual birth of Mary's baby. The baby is, per the prophecies given some 600 years later, supposed to be born in Bethlehem because of a decree from Caesar Augustus, a census. The first in a long while is to be taken. And that means that Joseph and Mary must go to Joseph's hometown, Bethlehem, to be counted. Stop number eight. And while in Bethlehem, the baby is born right where he's prophesied to be born. Stop number nine. And given that he may have been born in a stable or a cave, we don't really know which, Jesus is born safely. I'd call that stop number 10. Meanwhile, out in the pasture, a group of shepherds hear the word about the birth of Jesus. They are told by an angel and then by a whole group of angels. Stop number 11. And even though our story stopped there, the miracles don't. In our next episode, Joseph and Mary will meet two people in the temple who already know of Jesus and what he will mean to the world. That stops number 11 and 12. And what about the story of the wise man that's usually a part of the story of the birth of Jesus? Well, actually, it didn't occur until about two years later. But again, Jehovah God pulls out a stop to lead the wise men to the home of Joseph, Mary, and Jesus via a star, an astrological sign which no one can definitively identify today. 
Furthermore, the, the wise men are warned to go home via a different route after worshiping Jesus. Two more stops pulled out, Numbers 13 and 14. Then Jesus was saved from the killing spree of King Herod when Jehovah God warned Joseph to take his family to Egypt for safety for a while. Another stop pulled out, number 15. Now, why do I share this story with you this way? I want you to see that Jehovah God was deliberate about ensuring that John and Jesus were born at a certain time and in a certain place. You see, through prophecies, both the birth of John and Jesus had been predicted to occur. And while the time wasn't identified, the places and some of the circumstances were known. Jehovah God wanted to be sure that those prophecies were fulfilled completely. So he begins working behind the scenes with miraculous supernatural interventions. He's pulled out all the stops to bring Jesus into the world. Now for me, that means that Jesus is more than just someone special and different. He is that, but there is more. Now, I wonder what that could be. Well, that's what these Jesus stories are about. The special man that Jesus is, the more that he is. The more is what motivates people all over the world for the last 2,000 years to follow Jesus. What about you? If you're a follower of Jesus, how many stops have you pulled out in your service for him? If you're not a follower of Jesus... I invite you to continue listening as we continue in the story of Jesus and explain the meaning of what we're hearing. These Jesus stories do come your way because we have your support, both in prayer and in contributions, and we thank you for that. If you want to join us in this effort, just visit JesusStories.info, click on the Support This Podcast tab, and you may write to us. Just use the Talk to Us tab at the same website, JesusStories.info. That's JesusStories.info. In our next episode, we're going to meet the two people who already knew Jesus before he had ever been born. And we'll follow Joseph, Mary, and Jesus to Egypt to escape the murderous jealousy of Herod. That's coming in two weeks on Jesus Stories. Join me then. Sweet is that ever